Road America, your national park of speed, has great offers for everyone. Military members, veterans, kids, student passes, groups, and corporate offers as well. Cure your need for speed by going to roadamerica.com. That's roadamerica.com. You got to hear. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Hey, we were out over the weekend, and I got to mention, man, Joe and Ellen Hennis did a fantastic job. We were at Smoke on the Water uh, on um, on Saturday, and uh, we were out riding and had a tremendous day. Uh, went to, to Grafton and did a few things down to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, and they had a nice uh, event down there with a bike blessing and such. And then we went over to Smoke on the Water where they opened up the new downstairs. Oh, my God. It is beautiful. They're, they have garage doors that literally open up right next to the water on the lake and you can sit there in the shade and feel the air conditioning on the back of your neck but in the front the garage doors open the downstairs bar was fantastic they had generation z playing in a band it's almost like a big banquet hall it's it's fantastic they did an amazing job and if you're looking for a great place to go get some good food and enjoy uh, the the lake life so to speak uh boy uh, smoke on the water on okachi lake great place to go stop in and go see it. Uh, see the new renovation. Whoa, what a great job they did on that place. Great job. 877-867-1670. Uh, give us a shout. Um, the uh, the, the uh, Jair Alexander signing is, is huge um, because they saved the Green Bay Packers in that signing, save about $10.5 million on the, on the salary cap this year. Um, so, uh, I, what I had said was that frees up some money to possibly go out and get a vet wide receiver, uh, that could possibly fit your system or fit what it is you want to do. And somebody that could teach the young guys technique, film study, all that kind of stuff. And, and Wisco Disco wants to say, well, name any vet wide receiver on the market that fits. Maybe they're not yet. After June 1st, there's going to be cuts. The po- the, the point is you have money to spend. If you want to go out and get somebody, you can go get them. You know, I don't think Jarvis Landry signing for $5 million or $6 million, I'll tell you that. But if down the road you want to sign somebody towards the beginning of training camp, let's just say you decide to, at this point in time, go to training camp with what you have. Okay? you Just what you got. You're going to sit there with Christian Watson and company, and you've got uh, um, Randall Cobb, you've got, Alan Lazard as your other two guys, Sammy Watkins. Then you're going to say Romeo Dubs. You're going to go there with him, okay? Picked up Danny Davis. Maybe Danny Davis makes something, you know? Torre, maybe he comes in, and he's he's the real deal. Amari Rogers takes the next step. You go in there with what you have, okay? But let's say either, one, you get an injury, or two, it just didn't work, and you need somebody else. Somebody else is on the market. Maybe an OBJ midseason, if indeed he can come back. Who knows? But now you've got that flexibility. I'd still love to see them get another bet. That's just my opinion. Just for the fact that you're 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 going for it. You know, the only area that you can say is of weakness right now is probably the wide receiving core. I think we could probably all agree upon that. And how weak is it? We don't know. We don't know. We know the secondary is solid. We know the defense has been bolstered, and they are really saying, like, look, this. This is, we're, if we're going to win this thing, we have got to support anything we can do offensively with a terrific defense, and that's the direction they've gone. And you have to believe that's 
their belief of we're going to win it with a defense. If we can't outscore them, we're going to win it with a defense. And we got to find a defense that's going to be, which is also going to inter, in turn make your special teams better because of depth, let's be honest. But in addition to that, maybe they can get some turnovers. Give that offense a few more opportunities along the way to put the ball in the end zone or put points on the board. Ryan says, horrible signing in my opinion. Way too much for a guy who only has uh, five interceptions his whole career. Ryan, he's never been an interception machine. He's never been an Even in college, he wasn't in an interception machine. But the bottom line is, they don't throw in his direction. He's a guy that can, can literally shut down a side of the field. That I mean, <laughs> that's it. He can shut down that side of the field. That's the reason you pay him. And he's been pretty good when it comes to passes defended. But more so, when you look at his stats, they don't jump off the page at you, but it's the fact that they just don't throw at the guy. And he's still considered by many to be one of the top five corners in the league. You don't – so what are you saying? You, you just – how much is too much then? This, if you feel this contract is too much, then how much should they have paid him? You know? Because you're not going to shortchange it at this point. It's a $30 million signing bonus, which is a record for a defensive back. Four years, $84 million extension, $30 million in signing bonus. By the way, let me say this, because th- there's this most misnomer that he gets $30 million up front. $30 million is guaranteed. $30 million of the guaranteed money. So wh- whether they decide to pay it all up front or they decide to pay it over time, whatever, but that's a, that's a different animal. The base salary is going to be, I think, if I read correctly, $1.4, $1.8 million this season, depending on what the final numbers come down to. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Joshua says, uh, Jair's overrated, not able to stay on the field. Uh, let's see here. This is from Mark, who says, a great deal for the Green Bay Packers. I agree with you. They are going for it. This one's from uh, Lambo Steve, who says, uh, no, this is not a great deal for the Packers. They're spending a ton of money on makeshift guys to support Aaron Rodgers' ego. No, come on. They're not going to spend $420-something million because Aaron Rodgers has an ego. It's because you believe you can win and win now. Right? That's the reason you spend the money. Um, this one's from Nick, who says they did not just sign Jerry Alexander to one of the highest paid contracts in, in the National Football League. He's only played one full season, four games last year. Love the man because Louisville is my team. But come on, it's way overrated. That's from Nick. Nick, appreciate it. Uh, I like the signing. I I I guess what I'm saying is I like the aggressiveness. Isn't this what you want out of your team? Isn't this what you want? So for everybody that's naysaying this, and that's fine. If you don't, if you have a disagreement, what would you do? What would you have done? First of all, you needed the money, so you had to make a deal. You couldn't undercut him because he would just say no. Play out the remainder of his contract at $13.5 this year, 
which then still in some way, shape, or form handicaps. She was the third highest player, highest paid player on the team. I think maybe the third or second, for that matter, highest paid player on the team. You're still then handicapped as far as going out and getting additional money to be able to spend on another player somewhere down the road in case you need it. You wouldn't have the money. So what should they have done? What's the alternative? Now, Jair was working from a, a position of strength. Ward just signed a ridiculous deal going to Cleveland. A ridiculous deal. And that, in turn, then rose the level of Tide for all corners in the league because this is the new standard. It's like the Deshaun Watson deal. Now, it's kind of a one-off, but look, if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I go to another team, if I'm an up-and-comer, let's say Trevor Lawrence has a tremendous season this year and a season next year, then all of a sudden you look at the Deshaun Watson deal and go, that's the new norm, man. That's what I want. What are you going to do? Somebody's going to pay it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Derek says they want the Packers not to pay as much, uh, but be mad that they didn't offer him what he wanted when he ends up walking. That's what people think they should do. Which, Derek, it's on one side of the fence. You've got people that say, be aggressive, keep these guys. You bring these guys in under the uh, under the framework of draft and develop. You develop them, you don't let them go. You bring in these guys that you draft, you spend a lot of time looking at, you send scouts all over the country to go watch these guys and all this film, and you get them in, and then they blossom, and they're everything you've ever wanted, only to see them go? Now, you can't sign everybody, but come on. When you got one of what's considered to be one of the top five guys? Yeah. And then the fan base would be pissed if he walks away. If you let him walk. Now you got him, you sign him, people are upset. Too much. Well, yeah, the market is screwed up. I get that. But you got to pay what the market bears. That's what it is. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hey, we've got to say thanks to our, our friends from Bud Light. Don't forget... A week from Thursday, they are back. Wednesday Night Live is back at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Rebel Gray is going to be taking the stage. 6 o'clock, the gates open. 7 o'clock, the music starts. It's the free music concert series. Parking's only 5 bucks. It is a tremendous time, and it's right inside the Budweiser Pavilion at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Cannot wait for the music season to get underway, the outdoor festival season to get underway in the state of Wisconsin, and right there at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Hope to see you out there a week from Wednesday night, a week from Wednesday night, it's Wednesday Night Live, and it's back at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. And that, too, is brought to you by the, uh, by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Moto Fest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com. Welcome, hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. Glad to have you. 
time to start talking about some Eastern Conference, Western Conference uh, NBA playoff talk. Also, the end of the Bucks season. Bucks uh, fall yesterday to the Celtics. Celtics now move on. And uh, as we had heard from Coach Budenholzer just before the top of the hour, uh, very emotional time. And also, uh, you know, just just tough because uh, they didn't have, you know, Chris Middleton on the floor. And you got to be good. You got to be healthy. You got to be hot. And you got to be lucky. All those things have to come into play. And and uh, unfortunately, a couple of things just bit them uh, here in this particular series. Joining us now uh, from NBC Sports, NBA writer bas- at Basketball Talk over there on Twitter, Kurt Heeland now joining us. Kurt, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And by the way, I'm glad you mentioned luck in there because, like, I think that gets underrated. Like Michael Jordan did win championships without like catching some breaks. Like it just, it's part of it. Yeah, absolutely. I go back to everything I've ever said to be a champion. You got to have those four characteristics. You got to be good to start off with. You got to be hot at the right time. And then you got to have some luck and some health play into it. And, that's the way you win it. So, you know, I understand the Bucks. their luck when it came to health, not having Chris Middleton, that hurt them. But they won games without Chris Middleton. To me, it was the fact that they didn't defend the three very well. And when they needed big buckets the most down the stretch, they weren't able to hit them. It just kind of came down to that. Yeah, this as much as we want to make this, and, and there were certainly X's and O's, and you can get into, hey, you know, more shot creation on the wing, a little depth, like – you can nitpick around the edges of this, but at the end of the day, in in Game Seven, Grant Williams at all, they, they hit the shots, and Bucks didn't really quite knock them down. And then it's sometimes just that simple. It's sometimes just as simple as Giannis looks a little tired at the end. Other guys were not quite knocking down shots, and, and the Celtics got rolling at home. Uh, role players are more comfortable at home, and that's it. Like it. It's a different – a million things can make this a different series and a different game. You know, it, let's put it this way. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't Phoenix. Like, it, this game could have swung on right. small things. So, for the Bucks going into next season, we all want to kind of speculate as to what direction they're going to go. We know that Chris Middleton's going to heal up and he's going to be back and they're still going to have Holiday yeah. and Giannis and such. Uh, you got to figure out how much, uh, you know, Brooke Lopez has left in the tank. I would say Brooke Lopez with a healthy back now. He's still a pretty good defender and they're one of the best paint defenders in the league. But what else does this team need? Do they need another athletic defender on the outside or is it more shooters? I, I think depth at three and D kind of guys, which the problem is there's 29 other teams looking for those players, like wing players who can defend and shoot have incredible value around the league. Um, And they they don't come cheaply anymore. And and you can ask the Lakers what happens when you decide, you know, we don't need them. We can just get another star. Like those are the kind of players that I think, really would have come in value uh, a little with all with all due respect to how well I think he tried to play in game in game seven like less Grayson Allen and more of a guy who can fill that role who's a little bigger and is a little better defender consistently helps um and I think that the good news is guys will want to look if you you know if you go in to play with Giannis and you're going to play in Milwaukee you're getting a shot at a ring and that gives you some leverage going into negotiations with some of these guys I mean Look, money's money, but and it's always the top. Look, it's a business. That's always the, the most important thing. But mm-hmm. all things being equal, there's plenty of guys who will go chase or go go where they think they can win, and and the Bucks have that. So I think it's more that and not overreacting to to one game. 
The uh, the use of George Hill when he finally did come back. Now, I know that they've got that history going back to when, uh, you know, Bud was an assistant coach under Pop back with the San Antonio Spurs, and George Hill was kind of that defensive guy and a guy that is a coach on the floor. But I thought maybe George Hill's minutes were probably a little bit too much. Uh, Javon Carter was waiting there. He could have played a, a role in this, defensively speaking and such. I thought that they had some other options. Do you think that that Bud used George Hill wisely in this thing? I think Bud tends to, and, and he's gotten better about this, but I still think he tends to stick with what he believes in and knows as opposed to, wow, that's not really working. I can see it's not working. I'm willing to change that up. And I think the best playoff coaches are just ruthless, right? And they're like, all right, that's not where you have a Steven Adams in, in Memphis this year. I know you started all these games. We're benching you in the first round because it's a bad matchup. Like, but by three minutes into game one, that's I think sometimes Bud doesn't do that enough, um, and they could use he could use a little more of that. I don't think George Hill was working, but I also don't know that. Again, especially with Middleton out, I just don't know that there were great options in his place. Although I would have, I'm with you. I would have played more Carter because at least you know you're getting defense. Uh, I wanted to ask you because we all talk about the, the the players and the personnel that could be changed. It could, he could be losing one of his key guys in in yes. Darvin Ham, one of his bench coaches. How big of a loss? If, first of all, do you see Darvin Ham being a head coach this next coming season? And do you think that it is a major loss when you lose your assistant bench coach? Um, it is a loss. I, it is distinctly possible. Uh, there's just there's not a lot of openings and first off, he just deserves a shot somewhere. He's the guy, he's maybe at the top of my, how has he not gotten a shot yet list? Um, But some you look at the openings, um, I I can't believe the Lakers are going to bring in a first-time coach into that win-now situation where, let's just call that a challenging coaching job. (laughs) Um, You know, that's that that's going to be with high expectations. And I think that, you know, again, I think some of the other jobs out there, it's just not, you know, Charlotte would be a good fit, but I, they, it looks like they've kind of, they're leaning to Mike D'Antoni and we'll see what else happens. Um, if not now, soon he should get it. I think if, I think it stings, but I also think if you've developed the right culture um, and a depth that, that it's, that it's, it's not the end of the world. Like Mike Brown's going to leave. Um, Steve Kerr's staff at the end of this year, they'll be fine. Like Mike Brown didn't bring value as a defensive coach to them, but they've established such a culture that they're going to be fine. I, th- I think Bud has done that in Philadelphia. As much as as much as it would sting a little bit, and they'd miss him, I think that they could, they will survive. So let's talk about the matchups. You've got uh, Boston uh, on the road taking on Miami and obviously Golden State and what Dallas has done. So let's start in the East. Uh, Boston just so strong right now, shooting the basketball beyond three, and they're going to match up against Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero and such down in Miami, and I get that. But Boston seems to be the better of the two. Uh, Give me your thoughts on that series. Look, I'm with you, and I think the other thing that Bucks fans can – look back on or feel better about in this that was the best second round series the best played second round series the highest level second round series by by a long shot frankly um miami 
I'm really curious because I don't think they're playing as well as Boston right now, but they might be capable of it, right? Like they're the one team if pushed, if Jimmy Butler is playing like all NBA bubble, Jimmy Butler, um, they have this elite player in Bam Adebayo. They've got shooting. They've got, again, a strong culture and depth. I'm still picking Boston in that series in six, but I think Miami is the one Miami is capable of rising to that level of play. They just haven't had to yet. So I'm curious, I'm curious how they respond and if they can physically hold up to a Boston team that's going to come in just battle tested and, you know, iron sharpens iron. They're just coming in playing amazing basketball. What we saw to Jason Tatum uh, this series was like taking it to another level. Is that sustainable? I think he is. I think it is. I think that this is, um, I think he's capable of being this guy. Um, and I think you've seen it in flashes in other places, including, by the way, second half of the gold medal game in the Olympics. Like there, there's moments where he's kind of in, in a crowd of great players. He has stepped up and looked like that kind of guy. Um, I, I, I think he ultimately is one of the top five players in the league and, and, We'll we'll be there for a while, along with Giannis, and I, I guess that Luca guy is pretty good, and some others. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think I think he's I think he's reached that plateau. Talking with uh, Kurt Heelan, NBC Sports NBA writer at Basketball Talk over on Twitter. You can find him there. And then the other series gets underway on Wednesday night, and that's the Mavericks on the road taking on the Warriors, as I had mentioned. You mentioned Luca, Steph Curry. Obviously, you got superstar talent in this matchup. Does do the Mavericks? Uh, I, I love Luca and what he's done, and what they did to the Phoenix Suns was just unbelievable to watch that game. But is do they have that capability to overcome the scoring onslaught that the Warriors can bring you? Yeah, because it hasn't been the, – the Warriors were sloppy in beating um, – I mean, they were able to win in six over a gritty um, uh, and, frankly, just fun. Like, everybody wants to see the Grizzlies do well. The Warriors, even up until game six, were sloppy until the fourth quarter. Like, they, if they do that in the next round, they're going to have to raise their level of play. And I've kind of said this all along with them. The theory of the Warriors, the idea of what their peak is to me – can hang with anybody, but they haven't executed at that level kind of all season. And they certainly haven't had to so far through the postseason. Um, they're capable of it, but I kind of like Dallas. Yeah. I just kind of think Luca's playing on a high. They've got shooters. They found their secondary shot creation. It's kind of crazy how they traded Chris Tapp's Porzingis at the deadline. They were the eight seed. And they kind of did it for like, hey, we're going to free up some cap space, and that'll let us go after another star or whatever we're going to, whatever moves we're going to make this off season. And it forced them into a certain style of play. And they're like, oh wait, tell that works. <laughs> and suddenly, Max right. Kleba's knocking down everything. And it 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 may be more happenstance than plan, but they've fallen into something that really works. And they're a pretty good defensive team. And I think they're going to. I think the Warriors are in for a tough one. I kind of like Dallas in this series. And I like the depth with uh, Dinwiddie. I, I think he can not only give you some assists, yeah. but he also coming off the bench and giving you a scoring prowess. I, I, I agree with you. I really like what they do there. Uh, but now you go to you know Golden State, and obviously they've been in this situation before where they're uh, you know a hell of a team, and we all know what Steph's prowess is. Uh, what is Golden State, other than just not play sloppy basketball, what do they need to do to kind of get over? I think that they've got to be a little more focused defensively, too, and then and, – and, 
they've done that for stretches. They, they've done, they have been a very good defensive team for stretches. Um, that is a, you started to see Phoenix have some success with it, and then they weren't able to sustain it. But there is something to a, a Jordan rules: let Luca get his, don't let him get everybody else involved. Like if if Brunson's getting buckets and Dinwiddie's getting buckets and Kleba's knocking down corner threes, you're in trouble. Um, but if you can quiet the other guys a little bit and just, hey, Luca went off for forty and fifteen, but nobody else really got going you can live with that and i i think they're capable of that but again i just what worries me is that they just haven't executed that and they haven't built the good habits consistently and they're going to have to this is this is the round where they're i love memphis like i said but they were a young team learning hard lessons and you're not going to be able to do that against dallas dallas is ready uh, in the prediction, sure to go wrong. Originally, I had the Bucks and Golden State. Now I have the Celtics and Golden State. You are uh, kind of leaning more towards Dallas in this sense, facing off against the Celtics. Yeah, yeah Celtics and Dallas. I think that that's. I'm leaning that way, much to the. This, <laughs> I quietly, just between you and me, I'm, I'm rooting for the Warriors only because I'm based in Los Angeles and I got a kid graduating high school this year so i got to fly home during the middle of the finals and it's a whole lot easier <laughs> from san francisco <laughs> but right I got a feeling that's how life that's how life works out anyway it's going to be whatever's more difficult but, but i just right. like the way dallas is playing right okay there you go i tell you what kurt we'll touch base again as the series goes on but thanks for joining us for a couple of minutes okay hey take care thank you Appreciate it so much. Kurt Heelan, NBC Sports NBA writer. You can follow him and all his commentary over there on Twitter at Basketball Talk. At Basketball Talk, you can find his stuff, and he joined us on the hotline. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Burn Pit BBQ. Burn Pit Barbecue, and uh, it is barbecuing season. Not that any other time of year isn't, but once you hit the warm winter month or warm summer months and the winter's gone, it's in the rearview mirror and you're outside, the grill's ready to go. You're out there, you're buying your propane or you're throwing in the charcoal, or you're throwing in the wood pellets, whatever it happens to be, and the smoker's gone. You don't forget the sauces and the rubs. That's our friends from Burn Pit Barbecue, burnpitbbq.com, veteran owned. Right here in the state of Wisconsin, going on two years in business, they continue to grow, they continue to expand, they continue to get bigger and better, and they do it with a personal touch, and they're just genuinely good people. Go to BurnPitBBQ.com. That is BurnPitBBQ.com. Your taste buds will thank you. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. Road America, your national park of speed, has great offers for everyone. Military members, veterans, kids, student passes, groups, and corporate offers as well. Cure your need for speed by going to roadamerica.com. That's roadamerica.com.